Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. Hello and happy new year to everyone and welcome to another episode of Therapy is Life where thinking, feeling and experiencing well-being is what we do. Today, we're going to talk about the hate we give. Yes, y'all. The cycle of hate we give. We want to identify how children are impacted by guns and of course, we want to discuss parenting. You know, just kind of thinking about what do we do in those situations? You know, are we immediately providing services for the children? Are we giving the children time off of school? Or were they expected to come back to the school building the next day? Yeah, what right. is the What does that look like for the children moving forward? A six-year-old is in what? First grade, kindergarten? Right, exactly. You know, depending on when their birthday lands, but kindergarten, first grade, and those are their first experiences of school in the classroom. And trauma lives in our bodies. Those memories never go away. So what is it that can be done to help those children moving forward to be successful academically for the rest of the school year? Right, right. A similar, I'm not saying similar because it is not similar. When I was in high school... A young man came into the classroom wearing a scream mask and he punched our teacher in the face. Mm. Blood everywhere. I remember it like it was yesterday. One mm. of those situations, traumatic, scary situations that you would never forget. And mm. what did our high school do about it? Not enough. After she resigned, she moved on. The young man ended up going to the detention center. They could not find us a teacher. We mm. had substitutes every single day who did not know what they were doing. You know, I don't remember any type of support and counseling or any options we had for us. They didn't move us out of that classroom where that incident happened. We mm. came to school like nothing. It was mm. nothing. Okay, she got punched in the face, cleaned up all the blood, and we're going to just keep it moving and get y'all a different teacher every day. Mm. That's not really setting us up for success. That didn't help us at all. Exactly. So... We do have to do better at being proactive. We have to do better now that we know that 51 school shootings, that's not one or two. It's happening enough times where it is time to start putting more things in place. Yes, we have like when there is an active shooter in the building, we have drills and things like that for the children. However, mental health professionals, teachers, parents, you know, coming up with something that can help us to be able to support the people who have gone through these experiences. Yeah. You, you know what? When I was in school, I never had to go to a, through an active shooter drill. And I don't know, for some reason, I, I kind of feel that that in itself is 
traumatizing. The idea oh that I have to go through something like that in school mm-hmm. to sit there and think that it's not a tornado drill. It's not an earthquake drill. It's a drill because somebody might actually come in your school and shoot it up. Or the shooter might be in the school and and, and you don't know it yet. You know, and, yes. and you know, to have to live like that and, and mm-hmm. think about that every day. Yeah. And have your children ever come home and said, Dad, we had an active shooter drill and this is what happened today. Exactly. That, that You know, the girls come home. Mom, we had an active shooter drill. And guess what? I picked up a chair. I did this. I did that because I was ready. And I'm just like, okay, how do I support this? Like, great. I'm glad that you can defend yourself and you're ready for the shooter. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shoot, you're ready for a shooter. <laughs> yeah, you're ready for a shooter. You're being prepared for a shooter. Like, you know, goodness gracious. Yeah, you yeah. send them to school. I want you to learn. Learn, you know, reading, math, arithmetic. But we learn fighting techniques. We learn how to survive, survival skills. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That That is that is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so I think about that and I just wonder, like, because I've had kids talk to me about that. Yeah. And, and it's like, man, Mr. McGee is so, uh, it's so uncomfortable you know it's like in the hood you kind of like think you got to be looking out you got to be watching but now i got to be going to school and i got to be the same way and it's like that's crazy you know yeah. I, I, but we, they were so quick to put the metal detectors in the hood you know <clears throat> they the first ones metal detectors metal detectors okay well everybody need metal detectors because now the school without them they shooting it up too yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we gonna touch a little bit more on parenting, but one of the things I noticed when I was doing a little bit of research on this, mm-hmm. uh, reading the New York Times and some other places, I realized that one of the biggest reasons why children may be more likely now to be active shooters is the fact that they have more access to guns. Now, check this out. How many guns do you think are in circulation in the United States? How many guns you think? I don't know. A billion. A billion? <laughs> Guess what? There's only, there's over like 330 million people in the, in the United States. Okay. But there's over 400 million guns in circulation. There are more guns in circulation than there are people. Because you need a gun for your house, a gun for your car, a gun <laughs> for your pocket. I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, you need guns, you need guns. And, and so we, we need guns for all of these yeah. all these different situations. The need. That, the that's need. unfortunate. We need. We're saying we need. Yeah, we need guns. And and, and I guess the, before I go any further, you use the word need. Why do you think we need. feel we need guns like that? It's not like, oh, my gosh. Like I, I like going out, doing some hunting from time to time, or I have my gun just in case. But it's like I need to have my gun on me. Some people... Um, cannot leave the house without their gun. Some people cannot get in their car without their gun. The need comes from, uh, once again, accessibility. You can access the gun. It's easy to get it. But then we also have more accessibility to crime rates, right? You go on Instagram, you have the Cleveland Remembrance page. You go on Google, and they have top stories. The Internet keeps us posted on all of the negativity, all of the crime, and all of the reasons why you would need a gun for protection. So it's like the lack of safety. And Mm. as a gun owner myself, I would speak for myself, and I would say the lack of safety. I don't keep my gun in my purse. I was taught, you know, why have the gun in a purse? And my greatest fear is being, like, kidnapped or something, and I'm small. I can't defend myself. My gun stays on me because I'm protecting my person at all times. 
it's not going to be in my purse or my children to go in there and grab, hey, go grab, you know, some chapstick and you accidentally grab that. So it's for my protection and the need to feel safe. So it goes back to the lack of safety in our country. So with that being said, they they found that, yeah, that a lot of guns are not stored properly. People just get comfortable. Yeah. They leave guns laying around. And with that being said, let me throw a few things out here. Mm-hmm. Like, so number one, in 2021, kids between infants, between you know, zero and 18, they were over 3,500, I think like 70 uh, deaths due to guns. Mm-hmm. Um, major, uh, majority of them were homicides. Okay. The second, the second group was uh, suicides. And then the third was, of course, accidental. But in all these situations, kids had access to guns. And, and, and or the keys, the, the keys would be in the lockbox. So the child went and got the keys and opened up the box. So the parent did their part to keep their child safe and keep the gun stored. But it's all about them keys, too. About them keys, too. And, and, and when you think about that, it is so um, it, it is so unfortunate. And we we have to do better with that, that storage and, and, and keeping them secured. And, yeah. and in some states, they have very, you know, good laws yeah. around storage of guns. In other states, you know, it's good. It's, it's all right. It's, it's fine. You know, they, they'll, they'll talk like it's, it's not a big deal. Of course, mm-hmm. in, in Virginia, which they've had a number of problems with guns and, uh, and shootings recently, yeah. you know, may, maybe the laws need to be revisited, you know, but it feels like there's this, there's this resistance against creating more guns that, uh, more laws, excuse me, that restrict our access and ability to, to use guns. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I oftentimes wonder if it's something deep, deeply rooted in our culture because you realize that America itself was established on a whole lot of uh, gunpowder. <laughs> It's even in our anthem. Our anthem, it, it believes violence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But You're right. Because guns aren't necessarily bad thing. It's how you use them. It's what you do when you get it. Right, 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 right. So, and, and, and that is so true. Cause, you, know, I, you, know, I, you know, I was, you know, I've owned guns and I had to use guns. And I realized that it's not a bad thing. However, when you have a lot of... Um, you know, irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hate, which means insecurity, fear, lack of self-control, lack of self-control. And you have a weapon. Mm-hmm. Then that weapon that is innocent just by sitting there becomes the destruction yes, and the, the thing used to take lives. So if we don't manage our feelings and emotions properly, you know, we, people end up, uh, dying unnecessarily because we won't check ourselves and check our gun use. I don't, you know, how many more kids got to die? How many more school shootings have to occur before we realize we got to do a better job with this y'all? Because, you know, at the foundation of it, when when you, when you talk about why you have a gun, Mm -hmm. it's because of fear. But the reality of it is we have 400 million guns in circulation in America. But we in the countries that have really good, what we say, social economic status, mm-hmm. we're at like the top of the list 
of violent crimes in a place where people have 400 million guns. So does guns in fact actually make us safer or does it create the environment where we're more likely to act violently? Okay. Good question. Good, Good question. Because, you know, I, I, want, I, I wonder about that because I'm not comparing. Because there's other ways, right? If you don't feel safety, safe, there are other ways to protect yourself. We're, we're talking about guns today because of school shootings and how close to home it's hitting us. Right. Um, however, knives, bats, I mean, there's other weapons. There's other, like, learning tai, uh, karate and tai chi, like, learning some taekwondo, like, self-defense classes. There's other things that we could do to protect ourselves. However, the guns have just become like the easy way. It's, it's like I don't want to invest in karate to defend myself. I don't want to square up and just like shoot. I mean, not shoot. Woo. I don't want to like punch people and fight people. I just want to shoot them. I don't know what this is. Yeah, like, know, can we just fight one on one with our fists? We don't see that. We don't see that. Or, you know, <laughs> people just want to shoot. And and, and and maybe we live in a a. a a one click society or something like that. You know, well, I can just push this button or I could just shoot, I could just shoot you or whatever. Boom. It's over with. I don't want to deal with my emotions. I don't want to deal with my feelings. Boom. So I just go get a gun and, you know, I I don't want to wait and see, you know, what's really going on here. Like with, like I think uh, just the other day there was a 13 year old boy that was tampering with a car at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. A man killed him. You know, not, I don't want to wait to see what's going on with yeah. him. The kid didn't have a gun on him. Just, Okay. So we create so much fear that we feel like, you know, we feel like we need more guns and the NRA is loving it. Yeah. Ching, ching. Like, okay, more guns, more gun parties, more ammunition. We making more money. It's the American way. So why not? You know, because I I wonder about that, you know, and, and I don't dislike guns, but I do have an issue with the fear being created around guns that, encourage more use of them shooting unarmed people shooting unarmed. you're shooting somebody because you felt threatened you were afraid so you shot them yeah 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 yeah. like i said this hits very very close to home for me yeah exactly i definitely understand that some people just use it as just a quick fix because you scared that still does not give you the right yeah, I, I, oh, I, my life was threatened. Stay on your ground, law. And I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Stay, and, and, and I just wondered about all of that, and and it creates the environment where a six-year-old boy could end up in a school, and, and I know it's hard for people to understand this, shooting his teacher, because we have embraced the gun culture so much that we're not really um, seeing how it impacts how we operate as a society as individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and so now we got all these numbers. And, and when I look at the numbers, it's, it's just so cr- crazy. The number of kids who use guns to commit suicide now is out of this, it's, out, it's, it's crazy, it's out of this world. Sorry, like over last three years, over 700 a year. And, 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 um, and I don't even want to go there to talk about black boys and how mm-hmm. black boys are being, uh, are being uh, becoming victims of, of, of shooting because it's, it's just, and it, that's just so unfortunate. It's just it so is. unfortunate. And, and, and we have to, we have to do better with, with, with guns. Y'all, when I think about all the things that's going on in the world, I realize that guns, Hey, they can be an awesome tool, 
but they also can be instruments to perpetuate hate and destruction. And I remember something Tupac said in Thug Life, the hate you give little infants F's everybody. That little six-year-old boy taking a gun to school, shooting his teacher. What kind of cycle of fear will it create in the families that were at that school that day and families around the country? People feel like, oh, they need to be protected. And what? They'll just bring more guns. Maybe they'll feel like we live in a wild, wild west and nobody's safe. Listen, y'all. We're going to close this out, but we're going to continue this discussion and we're going to talk a little bit about parenting and what we can do as parents to bring down this cycle of hate that's being created in our world and in our society, Mm -hmm. because we can do better, y'all. We have to. So stay tuned for the next episode. And if you like this discussion, please like and subscribe. Have a wonderful day and a happy new year. See ya.